Let's go to Bob in New York. We don't have a lot of time, but hello, Bob. Hi, how are you? Anyway, I want to be concise. My question is, I have had cancer in the past that I've had removed, and it was not up my colon, but since I feel that I might be susceptible to other cancers, uh, I wanted to know, nutritionally speaking, are there any supplements one could take? And I also wanted to know if colon cancer can be transmitted by giving someone a dirty Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Mike. We haven't found a way to transmit colon cancer yet, fortunately. Oh, uh, so if I give someone a dirty Sanchez, they probably won't get cancer from uh, the stool on my finger. I don't. It's not communicable. Oh, okay. Okay, but you need to be screened. But know that even if you eat healthy, if there's family history also of colon cancer, that that impacts you with potential. Right. There hasn't been a family history of colon cancer, but do you think I have a colon problem since my farts never smell? Well, I think that we probably don't have any other answers for you today. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. I probably shouldn't be asking this given my fluctuating social standing, but why us? Two seats open, Doc. Chris Flanagan got sent to military school for kissing his stepsister, and Alec Ames is awaiting trial for the victimless crime of armed assault. He succeeded. He was successful in just using his mouth to get the man off. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich, and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are, and God bless them for that. Here we go. Here we go. I'm Chris. Hey, everybody. I'm also Chris. You're a goddamn genius! And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB Podcast. Smells like a bunch of farts got in a fight. For the 174th time, <laughs> we're back. We're here. All new episode. United and it feels <laughs> oh, so we got a sound for that coming up in just a second. Don't worry. We got a sound <laughs> to celebrate the fact that we are back after our yeah. short holiday hiatus. Which ended up not really being a holiday hiatus because we were here every week with special episodes. But, my friend, it's good to be back. FWB Podcast Worldwide Headquarters. It's good to be here. Starting, this is what I'm going to do on the on the upload screen. I've never done this before. 
but um, I'm I'm gonna mark this one as the start of the next season. I'm gonna start adding like okay. the new season uh, for each year, and so this will be the start of season two. So we're gonna be like Power Rangers in syndication, where we have a <laughs> we have 173 episodes in the first season. And this is season two, episode one. So, you know, that's that's what it's going to be. So, uh, yeah, welcome to uh, last episode was season one, episode 173. This will be season two, episode <laughs> one. <laughs> I was thinking because I was like, man, I really should have every year done the seasons because that would have been much better and now i'm not going to go back and renumber them i don't have that kind of time or interest in well, it that's the, the the same way that they never referred to like monday night raw or smackdown for having seasons for yeah. like uh so technically if you look at monday night raw the first quote-unquote season has like 1100 episodes yeah, see, in it. so that's us that's us it's, it's gonna be 173 episodes in the first season and then like 50 in the next season <laughs> so we just scaled way back on season two budget cuts on season two is what it's gonna be so you know that's just how it's gonna work so season two episode one we are back and to celebrate you know what i'm gonna do It's tradition. Well, cause guess Welcome who's back? back. It's a tradition uh, unlike any other, much like the Masters. <laughs> Every time we come back, you know what it is. It's the Welcome Back Cotter music. And it hits the sweet spot every time. If you listen close, you can hear a copyright lawyer firing up their pen. Click in the top. You can hear him getting ready. And this is why we don't post episodes on YouTube. That's true. That's why we don't put the episodes on YouTube, because we would make copyright lawyers rich. So... There, doing that. No, there you have it. So we got a whole lot of stuff planned this year. We've got so many contests and giveaways and uh, things that we're going to be doing as a way to give back. Just wait. Dude, just wait until I tell you about what I want to do for the Mother's Day contest. I I I know that I I've floated a couple of of Mother's Day contest ideas by you and I don't think any of them have stuck so far but this one I promise you this one's going to be good. Okay. You're going to be down for this one. Uh I also really I'm say uh three words I never thought I'd say in my life. All right. I trust you. Oh wow, that is a mistake. <laughs> mistake because i'm also floating the idea of i really want to bring back i know that we've like because we've been doing a show in one form or another since what 2015 has it been that long uh, i think the first time i ever guested 
on the old show was the WrestleMania 31 predictions we did. So yeah, 2015. Gosh. All right, so 2015 ish, let's say, and we ran a really successful Valentine's Day contest mm-hmm. that I that is in the archive right now. That right now is unavailable to people, so a lot of people haven't heard it. And I kind of feel like we should rerun that contest for Valentine's Day. I'm here for that idea. Uh, So we'll have more information about that. We've got a lot of, uh, between now and then, we've got a lot of tickets for uh, Vet City Con to give away. Oh, yeah, babe. Because uh, on uh, Saturday, March the 11th, we will be in uh, historic downtown Bowling Green about four exits up from that on the interstate from historic downtown. (laughs) Uh, But we will be there. uh, And we've got some tickets that we're going to be giving away uh, a lot between now and then. Um, The the easiest way to get tickets, of course, is to go to the website, the TN2MShows.com website, sign up for the newsletter because we're giving away a pair of tickets in the January newsletter, which goes out next week. And the February newsletter as well. So you're going to have all you need to do is sign up for the newsletter. And what happens is the day it goes out, we go through and we have a a randomizer pick somebody who has signed up for the newsletter. We're going to put them in the newsletter that says that they won right before it goes out. So uh, it's not too late to sign up. We're going to have a couple more reminders on that before it goes out next week. Uh, And you can just do nothing and and win. You can sign up for that, and there's a bonus episode uh, that is that is going to be attached to the January newsletter, so you get bonus content and a chance to win two tickets to Vet City Con. So, uh, but we'll have more on that as as we progress. So, buddy, it's 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 weird. Like this is the time of year that it's like now we're getting back into like chatting because i haven't really had a a full real conversation with you pretty much since we left yeah i mean you know spoilers amongst anyone who's listening to this after the fact we started recording almost 40 minutes later than normal because we were just catching up with each other yeah i i we had posted on the twitter that like hey the live show starts at at 45 and it was really like right on the hour because (laughs) And I even was like, I'm going to give us extra time because we're going to probably be chatting before we start. And it wasn't enough. I should have just put it on the hour. It would have been fine to put it on the hour. But, um, you know, here we are. It's okay. No one, no one, um, anyone who complains about that um, can take that, write it on a piece of paper, roll it up really, really, really tight and uh, shove shove it in their ass. Straight up their candy ass. You know that's right. So, uh, man, I've been I've been doing pretty well. Um, you know, the, as I explained off off air, it's been a rough few days, but um, for the most part, things are cool. Had a had a great time uh, going to Hendo for Christmas. Um, good time with the fam. Ton of ton of good times with the niece. Uh. Three and a half months old at the time. Um, actually, hold on. Let me check. Uh, four months old yesterday. All right. Uh, 
you know, huge TN2M fan is Frank. Well, of course, yeah, uh, of course. Start him young. But, uh, you know, good, good times. Uh, Papa Koran and I got in the yearly horror movie tradition. Good. Uh, over the holidays. Uh, Dr. Sleep. Okay, year. okay. Dad's a big Stephen King fan. Um, books, not his directorial. No, not, not his directing. No, um, nobody so, is. So you know, I, I brought that, and then we got a chance to watch that, and uh, get to, get to tell you about one of the funnier moments I've had, and I he won't mind me sharing this. Um, I'm not going to go into a lot of details. Uh, close friend of the show, Evan. Um, he's had some issues going on with one of his parents. So that's all I'm going to say about it. And me and a couple friends were at a bar one night and he messages and goes, uh, Hey man, uh, are y'all still hanging out? So I turned to my couple of buddies. I'm like, Hey, I'm gonna step outside and call him real quick. So I step outside and I call him and he says the worst thing you could ever say to me. No. When he answers the phone, he goes, Hey man, you're on speaker with both of my parents. No. Ah. So, uh, and I told Pete this story. I told my dad this story. And so I go, okay, man, I'll try not to say fuck that much. <laughs> so then, you know, I mean, I peek behind the curtain that is my life. I've known Evan for, uh, we met in eighth grade. So I've known his parents for about, for well over 20 years now. And, uh, you know, there, there's just that distinct sound of parent laughter in the background where I was just like, okay, I'm good here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We got it. Yeah. So, um, that was good. And so I've got good news, bad news for you. Oh no. So we'll, we'll start off with the bad news. Blu-ray January has taken a hit. That's that's not good. Blu-ray January is taking a hard hit. Um, a lot of it has to do with the fact that so much of the good horror of 2022 either came out so late in the year or um, was on streaming that it's not available or I just have no interest in purchasing it on Blu-ray. However, I have the flip side of that. Okay. I like the flip side. Blu-ray January has now taken a turn and is media January. You know I like me some physical media. So uh, I've purchased uh, last weekend. I bought three records. And pre-ordered another one and then bought one online that you got a picture of earlier today. I got the 20th anniversary of Sticks and Stones by Newfound Glory. That's pretty awesome. And then uh, last week I bought the self-titled Slipknot album, their first major record release, and then two Atmosphere albums. And pre-ordered the uh, vinyl release of the Oxenfree. Have you ever heard of that game? I have not. Weird indie sci-fi horror game. Pre-ordered the uh, double record or double vinyl 
because that's apparently who I am now. Uh, release of that that's coming out at the end of February. I've still managed to purchase five movies on Blu-ray so far. Okay, the six. Five. Six is Six. good. Six. I forgot one just came in today. Six is good. And then something I have wanted to do for years, but either have missed it or haven't had the chance, like, for the past few years. Uh, Limited Run Games always does their blind box sale um, right around New Year's. So Monday the 2nd, it went up at 10 a.m. I logged on at 10.30. They still had the Switch and the PS4 available. Okay. So I blind bought one of each. They have not arrived yet. And I will keep you posted. Yes. And then uh, I kind of have a, a Christmas-ish tradition when I'm in Henderson of going to GameStop and buying something on their winter sale. So I picked up a couple games from that as well. So don't worry that pretty little head of yours. In a couple weeks, you'll still be getting the... Uh, um, you'll still be getting something that shows everything that's been purchased over the month of January. Good. For media January. Good. I thought you were going to say Blu-ray January is canceled, but Pearl January is still on. <laughs> and I was going to be happy. Ooh, talk about this. I'm not a fucking grunge guy. No, me neither. I like Faith No More, but they're basically just proto new metal and not grunge. So, yeah. yeah. No, I just really wanted to make a Pearl January joke. It's you know I missed Rocktober. Um. Oh yeah, and pro- coming up soon we got Metallica. Um, but those are about the only ones I know. That's about all I got. Uh, not doing dry January, but I think I'm doing Sobuary, sir, for February. So I don't think that's a thing, but I'm going to do it anyway. So <laughs> I don't like people telling me and, and trying to set limits on me. So I I'm not subscribing to any of those. Yeah. It is drink and do edibles as much as you want month for me every month. Hold on. Let's call <laughs> this what it is. I'm not going to drink. Yeah, that's you, okay. You'll pry yeah. uh, other things out of my cold, dead hands. <laughs> Just wait for that very special episode. Uh, God. That's, all, that's all I'm going to say. Is you just wait for that special episode. I don't even know what's going to happen at that point, but it's going to be fun. I don't think we know what's going to happen at that it's point. It's going to be fun as shit. I'm bringing all the equipment, and we're going to... It's. I don't even know. Gonna make sure to hide my keys because I'm a little afraid of well, what would happen. I'm assuming you'll be here when it happens. I figured so. I figured that that you know it would be there. Uh, I don't know why, but I just naturally assumed. I was like, it was an afterthought. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't well, yeah, know why, why wouldn't I be? Where else would yeah, I be? Like, where, why? Why else? Why, why would I not be there? So. I don't know, but, um, yeah, that, that, uh, that's going to be a very fun one. That one might have to be a newsletter exclusive because, uh, yeah, for, for the safety <laughs> of our future employment, then yeah, yeah, yeah I that, think so. We'll have to travel to an undisclosed location in a bunker, um, in a different state, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, um, mm-hmm. a completely different area so that everything's on the up and up. 
So, because as you know, we are deviants in a lot of ways, but we always follow local, local ordinances and laws. Always. Always. We never break the law in any way. Ever. No, no, ever, no, ever. Um, well, um, we've, I've got a fun, uh, hypothetical. I, I, I bought a, um, I've got a big stack of cards. It's, uh, 100 hypothetical scenarios. Fuck yes. Uh, that we're going to be going through, traveling through, uh, throughout this, this season on the show. <laughs> some of them are great. Some of them are terrible, but we're going to do that, uh, towards the end of the show, like always. Uh, but first, can I, can I just, I've got a, I've got a conspiracy, I got a movie conspiracy theory that I want to run by you and tell me if you think I'm insane. I mean, yes. Uh, I yes, think I think you're insane. I think you don't have to ask me a question for that. I've I, known you for ten years. Yeah, I I mean, has, has it only been ten? No, nah, I think it's closer to twelve. I was gonna say, I feel like it's. I feel like we're we're almost to the dirty dozen. Uh, if we're not oh, yeah, there we, already, I think I think like April May makes the dirty dozen. We I, like I just I remember the like my favorite one of my it's like the, the the first time that we had a conversation and it's in one of my top five moments of us ever <laughs> because i was up there saying i don't know if you remember this i was up there staying and i was like i had this weird like work schedule thing so i was like i'll just go back and come back and blah 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 like, it was a real it was stupid it was it was stupid as hell that i was going to try and do this and uh, everyone was like, oh, you can just stay here. Just like, just, you know, uh, like, like Koran's going to be here. So let's just ask him and make sure. And so I was like, hey, man, blah, 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 blah. Like, it, would it be cool with you? And you looked at me and you go, like, I swear to Christ, your first question to me. <laughs> like, I've, I've known you for literally like less than four minutes. And you go, <laughs> you literally, you go, what are your thoughts on The Undertaker? <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like. Yeah, like what, like legend, of course, one of the best of all time. And you go, yeah, you can stay. <laughs> See, was... I don't, I don't necessarily remember that, but what I remember is, you know, we were talking, um, and I just remember, like, you know, you were talking about, like, you had to work one day, so you were gonna drive back to Bowling Green and come back. Yeah, what a stupid and plan. Again, within knowing you for less than a couple hours at this point, I just go, so you're just calling in, right? Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. And like, I felt horrible too. I felt so bad for that because here's what happened is here's what you don't, here's, here's what was on the other side of that call is I called into work. Right. And it mm -hmm. was like, I, I called in. I was like, I just need to talk to a uh, manager because I'm calling out. And so they, they, they put me on hold. My favorite manager picks up right <laughs> like coolest dude friggin ever to work to be a manager at retail right like like super cool dude and he's like yeah hey you know th th this is so and so and i was like hey man this is me I'm, I'm calling sick and legitimately i swear to you he says well you gotta be you gotta be really sick it must be really bad because you never call out so i hope you get to feeling better <laughs> and i'm like oh 
it's like a stab in my heart. Because I'm like, I think a lot of this guy, I have a tremendous amount of respect for this guy. And he just like cut me off at the knees because he's like, it's gotta be real bad. He's like, I know that you never call out unless it's something real bad. So he's like, I hope you get to feeling better. And I was just like, Oh, thanks. <laughs> I must've sounded really pathetic at that point because I, I felt awful. And then I hung up the phone and immediately forgot about it. But at that point, I felt really, really bad. Well, and uh, I believe one of, if not my actual first interaction with you, I know we'd met at like Scarefest, but I believe our first like personal interaction was uh, me and the girl I was dating at the time walk into the townhouse that I was living in. You're on the couch with one of my roommates and you're all playing Mario Party. We just sit on the couch and then... Uh, I just very, like, matter-of-factly go, we're in next game. <laughs> Not, are you yep. playing another round, no, no. but we're in next yeah. game. A next round is happening, and I am a part of it. <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh, crazy, crazy time. So that's how you know that we were destined for, for greatness and to have, oh, yeah. uh, have a show that would be uh, now entering its second season and 174th episode. <laughs> So there you go. Um, I, f I completely forgot what... Okay, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I have a, I have a movie conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, easy for me to say, that I, I, I firmly believe. Like, nobody can convince me that this is not true. I firmly believe with all of my heart and soul, without a shadow of a doubt, that the new Avatar movie is literally a money laundering scam. You know, because here's here's why here's here's why I'm I'm and I'm going to look this up. I should have had this ready ahead of time, but. OK, so. Because it is now uh, the it's now the numbers as a, at the time of this recording, Dick Cheney is alive and Avatar The Way of Water is the number seven highest grossing movie of all time. Already. Okay. So I'm going to read off some of these other movies and I want you to tell me what they have in common. Okay. The first Avatar, Avengers Endgame, Titanic, The Force Awakens, Infinity War, Spider-Man No Way Home, Avatar The Way of Water, Jurassic World. Okay, that's... Those are the top eight highest grossing movies of all time. With the exception of the new Avatar movie, every single one of those movies, you go on anywhere on social media and you have people who are, like, the movie's quotable. You know a bunch of lines from it or you know scenes from it. People are posting pictures or GIFs or memes or just talking about every single one of those movies. Every single one of those movies is a pop culture staple Mm -hmm. Even though, even though, like some of them were released, like literally a year ago, uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home was released last year, but still, or the year before, whatever. Um, but still, um, you know, tons of memes, pictures, people talking about it, all this stuff. I have not seen anybody 
post a meme, a picture, a favorite line, a favorite scene, a favorite character from the new Avatar movie, yet somehow it is the number seven highest grossing movie of all time. That's my whole thing. And I don't believe it. I don't believe it. uh, The people I know that went to see it, there were open spots in theaters. Like it didn't have the big opening they were expecting. And the only the only way I see it making the money it did is if it opened worldwide at the same time, because the only reason the original Avatar even cracked the top 10 was because of China. Yeah. Uh, It's the same, you know, China is also the reason we've gotten like what I think is about to be our seventh Transformers movie. Yeah, that's true. It's coming. Can't stop it. So it's very kind of interesting to see, like, yeah, China might be in love with it, but it's not doing the numbers in the States they thought it was going to. Fucking Megan knocked it out of the number one spot. Right. Which, Which, don't get me wrong, Megan looks like fun. Megan looks like what the Child's Play remake was supposed to be. Somebody made a great point. Um, Somebody made a fantastic point about that movie. And that is, if they make it into a franchise when they get to the third one, they are fucked. Because what are you going to title it? Oh, shit. Yeah, because they they, they already used the three in the title. So when they get to the third one, what are you going to do? Put a quarter in your ass because you played yourself. Yeah, that's a bummer. Done. Um, You killed it. Well, I'm like going back and thinking about like. But like, did you did you see the first Avatar in theaters? No, I haven't. I haven't seen the first Avatar at all. I saw the first one in theaters. Uh, Me and one of my roommates went. I saw bits and pieces when I worked retail and it was playing on the TVs, but I never saw like I never I've never sat down and watched it. Well, my whole thing was people ranted and raved about like, oh, my God, the 3D was amazing. It's the best theater experience I've ever had. Best best 3D effects I ever saw in a movie were either was one of two things. It was Tron Legacy. And then my number one movie I ever saw in 3D was Harold and Kumar uh, was a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Oh, that's a good one. It it understood that 3D was hokey and joke. Did you ever see my bloody Valentine 3D in, in the 3D theater? Boy, we've talked about that ad nauseum. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> All, every show was sold out. Yeah. Every oh, yeah, that's right. that's right. That's right. That's right. My bad. Through Sorry. Saturday. I called three different theaters. We tried to get tickets to a 1040. Couldn't. Sorry, man. I was like, well, what you got for tomorrow? Sold out. Call another theater. You got anything tonight? No. What you got for tomorrow? Sold out. Fuck you, dude. Not you. But the theaters no. at that point, try, like, try I was so down. pissed. No, I'm sorry. Sorry to open up that wound. I apologize. That one's my no, number good, one. I love you. I appreciate you. I love you. you. Um, but yeah, that uh, uh, good 3D in a movie theater, hard to do. But yeah, I just, I, I, I nobody can convince me that, that, that many people are going to see the new avatar that it's legitimately making that much money. I don't believe it. There's no way. I firmly believe it's a money laundering scam straight up out of breaking bad. That's fair. I just, I don't, I don't, I, I don't like Nobody's talking about like, nobody is like, Hey, check out this. Like, Friggin' Morbius had more memes and more 
like people more pop culture clout than this avatar movie has right now and somehow this movie's made almost two billion dollars like i just i don't i don't see it well and don't believe it i kind of fucking hate this like goal to be like one of the top grossing movies of all time because like you ever see dogma the kevin smith movie yeah oh yeah they referenced that movie came out in what 2000 2001 yeah it was it was either yeah and, right. and they still referenced home alone as being one of the top grossing films of all time at that point yep. top 10 Dog now, 99 the by oldest the way. one the oldest one on the list of the top 10 gro- highest grossing movies of all time is avatar yeah at like a little over 10 years. Well, Titanic technically Meanwhile, 97. Oh, for but, real, Titanic. But, so but you take 20, that one out. 25. Yeah, you, you take that one out and yeah, it's 09. And that's, that's like, Avatar. I, don't, I just... <laughs> make good movies. Not, not movies focused on making money. Like, there's, there's stuff I'm stoked about for this year, but like... You know, last year, I think the only Marvel movie I saw in theaters was Doctor Strange. And I saw that because it was Sam Raimi, not because I give a shit about the Doctor Strange character. Nah. Yeah. Um, Doctor Strange is a great Spider-Man supporting character. Spider-Man supporting character. That's about it. Absolutely. Spider-Man's the way to go. Yeah. Especially when there's multiple Spider-Man. Oh my gosh, when there's there's multiple Spider-Mans. Yeah. And they're everywhere. I love it. And hold on. That's an absolute lie. I will see a Marvel movie in theaters because you will be goddamned if you think I'm not seeing Into the Spider-Verse Part 1. Yeah. Or whatever the hell the new Spider-Verse movie is because, oh. Are you going to watch the new Guardians to see Dave Bautista exit out of the Drax character? I'll I'll watch Bautista's swan song, but the one I'm most excited about is the the new spider-verse movie can we can we also um end the debate once and for all that dave batista is definitely the second best wrestler turned actor of all time behind roddy piper you know it you know it i wish i had the ding like the correct bell on here i need to add that to the soundboard because yes this is why we're friends yes like literally rowdy roddy piper number one dave batista number two and it's like a very close one and two, but Roddy Piper just takes it. I mean, of course, but um, yeah, enough of this, like The Rock or John Cena or. Cena has <sighs> potential, but, uh, you know, they live Trump's hole, baby. One thousand percent. And if you don't believe that, watch Hell Comes to Frogtown. That's all you need to know. Um, but we got we got a prompt. The reason part of the reason I brought that up was just to see if you agreed with my theory that nobody not not that many people went to go see the new Avatar movie and they're obviously funneling money in. Obviously. But we got an interesting prompt. We saw a prompt um online and I want to play this game with you. Who's your favorite porn star? Oh, uh, well, if you include uh, leaked videos, then... Nope. Well, if... Yeah, nope. If you, well, 
Nope. If if you include leaked videos, then mine is nope. you, and you're, I'm um, I'm yours. We're each other's favorite. Oh, if you yeah, include leaked, true. yeah, that's, that's all true. I was saying. <laughs> We're each other's if you include the leaked amateur videos. Nah, that is facts. Um. All right, you have an avatar-sized budget. This one says to adapt one video game into a movie. But I would like to open it up to if you would if you had an avatar sized budget to just make a movie. Fuck. What movie are you making? We can do games and then something else, but um because I got an answer for we, both. We, we gotta do games first. Yeah. I have two answers and one's kind of cheating. Okay. So my kind of cheating answer is Black Mesa, uh, Half-Life, Half-Life 2, all that. But the reason I say that is because you have to establish the, the Black Mesa um, universe before you can make what I truly want, which is my Portal and Portal 2 movies. <laughs> You're not alone in that, but what people say. I've even gone. I've even gone as far as to think about casting. Oh wow! For the character of Shell, uh, you know the 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 main actress from yeah. the Portal movies. Like we're not getting we're not getting rid of um, J.K. Simmons or the British actor who voices Wheatley. No. But for the main character of Shell, did you ever see VHS? Uh, like the first one. The first one. Yeah, I saw it once when it was kind of new, but I did see it. Um, Hannah Fearman, the girl who plays the demon that just continually says, I like you. Okay. I vaguely remember her from the first segment of the first VHS. My other option was Scarlett Johansson until I realized I would much rather have her voice GLaDOS. Yeah. Um, and especially when you get into the portal two aspect of things and the everything that kind of goes along with that, um, uh, ScarJo voicing GLaDOS in a portal movie is what I want. And Hannah Fearman's good, a good enough actress to be shell but she's also not well known enough for where people are going to see the movie and be like, Oh, that's her. Right. They'll be able to look at the character and be like, Oh, that's shell. And if you're not seeing scar Joe on screen, then I think people can do with the out of sight, out of mind thing. I think so. That's a good, that's, so. that's a good pick. And it would be a popular one because people would, people would go to see that. Oh yeah. Nerds love portal. Yeah. The title of the episode: Nerds Love Portal. Um, oh yeah. So at first, I, I had two that where I was kind of going back and forth on. I was going to do a joke answer, but I'm not going to. I was gonna, I was gonna just say straight up Among Us, and that was it. Um, but I feel like that's not that's not a good answer. Um, that was going to be my joke, but uh, and then I was like, oh, like obvious. The move, the the answer is obvious. Answers you make a sprawling world. The, the sprawling world of Red Dead Redemption would be a great movie. And then I was like, no, 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 not that one. 
and I got a little bit of my thunder taken away, but I think Fallout New Vegas. Because I would want, I would want the New Vegas. I would want the Vegas aspect of it with like the different like groups, and because you could basically do, you could turn it into a mini franchise where all the different groups could have their spinoffs if they did well, mm-hmm. um, or you could do like you know a, like a spinoff series or something based on the different um, the, the different groups. But yeah, the. Fallout New Vegas is that weird one that's kind of either it's it's either your favorite or you you can't stand it. Uh if if you if you're a Fallout 3 fan then you don't really like a lot of the changes they made for New Vegas, but if you love New Vegas then nothing else basically will do. Um and it's just the 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 concept of like the wasteland and the creatures in the wasteland and then this this like little slice of normal life inside of New Vegas would look incredible with the right budget and you could put the right talent in where you're going um, and you could create this world that would be a a tent pole for a bigger universe. Use it as a jumping off point. So, so my only question is: Do you pay homage to the game and have Matthew Perry as your um, narrator? Oh, one thousand percent. As what was he, Benny? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You bring because he's he's a huge fan of the series anyway. So yeah, you definitely bring him in and let him and, let him just cheese it up. And the opening of the trailer is Ron Perlman. War. War never changes. It because it doesn't, and he's right. Oh, yeah. So. You know, I've got my 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 portal is kind of my 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 one, but then uh, no joke, um, friend of the show Josh Thacker, uh, his when I sent that to him and other friend of the show Travis, I just remember sending um, I sent that to them, and Travis was like, oh, that's a good question. Travis said Zelda, which I completely disagree with, um, but. Uh, you know, Travis said Zelda, and I go, you know, I let him have his moment. But then I was like, I can already hear Thacker typing the words Fallout New Vegas, and Thacker just goes, fuck, I didn't know you could hear me. <laughs> but uh, one I hadn't considered until uh, my cousin said it as an option, and the more I think about it, the more perfect it is. Bioshock. That, that one did cross my mind, because especially... <sighs> And and I would I it made it made it pretty far in my thought process, but the only thing that held me back was it's been so long since there's been an entry. Um yeah. or like anything on that front that it would be a really it would it would be an uphill climb, but it would be especially just visually, it would be a it would be an incredible movie. Yeah. And just the thought of 
seeing Rapture would be badass. Yeah, I see that on the on the big screen with with the with the right budget to do it. Oh my gosh, yeah. And you know, the opening and my whole thing is I wouldn't give away the opening in the trailer. Like you use the opening from the game, but you don't give that away in the trailer. Everything in the trailer is in Rapture. You never show that it's underwater no. and you never show that the person finds it by accident from a plane crash. Yeah, you keep that secret because the people that know will know and the people that don't, it'll be a fun. I mean, it would get spoiled for him, but still, that's not the point is that the people who went in not knowing would really enjoy that. So I think I think you're right. That's the way. Kind of how there's, you know, you drop at some point in the trailer, you use the three words. Would you kindly? <laughs> I'm for it. Yeah. But so I actually had a flip side question. Okay. This. And I, I I told you I had a question. Yes. If you were going to make, I don't want to say like low tier, we're not talking like direct to video, but if you were going to do, let's say, you know, you're not getting your avatar size budget, but you're getting something smaller. We'll say 20 million or under. Okay. What video game are you making and who is your director? Oh, see, I'm not good at directors, um, but Okay, hold on. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look up this director because I got an idea, but I just okay. need to I need to figure out who the director is. Uh, let's see. I I I have my number one response, and it's going to be exactly it's going to be the same thing I've brought up forever. Um, director, I'll have to think about for a minute. But <laughs> and you've heard me talk about this ad nauseum. It is. Um, Joe Keery, you know, uh, Steve from Stranger Things, right? Starring as Travis Touchdown in a No More Heroes movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, director, I would have to think about for a minute. I kind of want to, but like, he would make it too fucking pretentious. Because I, I think the guy that did like VFW and Bliss and most recently Christmas Bloody Christmas, like he'd be perfect for that role, but he'd have to get out of his own way. Yeah, yeah, because you can't, you can't, especially with something like that, you have to let, you have yeah. to let it tell its own story. You can't, you kind of just got to let that one ride. Like you can't try and you know, put a lot of control into that. You kind of just got to let it unfold. All right. Yeah. You ready for my okay, dumb answer? Listening. You're my dumb answer. Oh yeah. Ready for the dumb answer. This is it. This is, this, this is what everybody comes to the show for. This is to hear my stupid ass answers. Cause that used to be my gimmick was like, I would give all the shitty answers. Like, Everybody would be when we, whenever we did like the round tables and there were like there were four of us and like everybody would give the serious answer and I would give like some dumb shit answer that would be 
like everybody would laugh and then be like, yeah, that's so dumb. And then they'd think about it for a second and be like, actually, that's not too bad. Like, I know. All right. I don't have a main actor. It's okay. waffling. It's waffling between a couple, but um, the director, he's a no name director, but he directed one movie that sold me on this. His name is Scott, and it's not even a joke. I, I wish I wish I was kidding right now. His name is Scott Wiper. He directed The Condemned. Dude, Condemned is a fun movie. All right. Now imagine him directing the Duke Nukem movie. Fuck. The director of The Condemned brings you whoever in Duke Nukem. And you even call it like Duke Nukem Forever because it's the one that, you know, the game that took forever to come out and then it was real shitty. Uh, can, can I fantasy cast your yes, please. Duke Nukem character? Please, please, because I'm, I'm struggling on it. So please. Uh, most recently known for his role as Jack Reacher. Also played Aquaman at one point. Okay. And my favorite role, Thad Castle. I would go with Alan Richson. Okay. Um, you know, he's close to 40 now. You could age him up a little bit if you wanted to. Also age him down a little bit if you wanted to. But he already has a crew cut. Just dye it blonde. Put yeah. the red tank top on him and give him the, the shitty sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, those like shitty sunglasses that everybody has a pair of but nobody remembers buying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those. Those. Yeah, that's. Dude, I, I have so many pairs of those shitty sunglasses <laughs> that have been broken, thrown, or lost at new metal concerts. Hypothetically, in mosh pits, I started. <laughs> ah, who's who's keeping score? Uh, but that's that's the thing is like every single person has a pair of those those damn sunglasses, but not a single person remembers when or where they bought them. They just show up one day. Yeah. And they're the Duke Nukem sunglasses, and there you go. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's that's my the, that's my really crappy. But the more you think about it, it's actually not a bad pitch. The bank, I think it was that gave us sunglasses uh, when we were in BG for Homecoming weekend oh, when we did yeah. the uh, haunted Ween screen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, those got broken at a 2019 head PE show where a guy thought I was trying to fight him because he shoved the side of my head. No which, newsflash. I was trying to fight him. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sure sign of a good time. Someone pushes. He pie faced the side of my head. Who, Fuck that guy. Who does that? And then when I, when I turned and started walking towards him, he ran like a bitch. Of course he did, because that's how those people operate. Yeah. That's how they do it. Man, we got four really good movies coming out. Uh, the only other one I'd consider would be, God, this is going to, can I give my pretentious answer? Yeah, Can of I course. be pretentious? Of course. Diablo Cody doing a Life is Strange movie. Yep, that's pretentious, all right. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, you know what? I mean, at least none of us pitched uh, a Dead Space movie or... Uh, like a Mass Effect movie or 
a Saints Row movie or anything like that. So fuck Mass Effect. Yeah. Well, like at one point I even considered I was like, well, I could pop Flanagan if I pitched an Until Dawn movie, but I don't need an Until Dawn movie. I've played the Until Dawn right. movie. That's like I'm looking and I'm like, man, Road 96 would be a good one or like The Quarry. But I'm like, those are all like playable movies. So, uh, you know, yeah, dude. Thacker's playing the quarry right now and I'm getting his play by play and it's amazing. I love that. I love that. I love I love being able to talk to people that have never played them before. That's the best. That's freaking fantastic. All right. You ready for the this week's hypothetical? Duh. All right, before we get out of here on this one, uh, and then uh we're going to uh, get a prompt for uh, people to win some Vet City Con tickets. So uh, we'll we'll give out we'll give out a prompt and then we'll announce it next week. Who wins this pair of tickets? It'll be homework. All right. Would you rather? Every week we do a hypothetical question. Two. This is two. Two really bad choices. I don't I don't like either one of these and I'm going to be interested to hear your thought process. Would you rather have to shave off your eyebrows every day? Fuck. It's ridiculous already. Or cuz I know you're like that's pretty bad. What could be worse? I'm definitely going to not pick that one because what could be worse, right? Or never be able to cut your toenails again. This question's terrible. Can I ask a really gross question. Uh, sure. Why not? <sighs> <laughs> the big sigh. I know it's going to be a gross one now. I know it's going to be a gross question. Could I still pick or bite my toenails off? I'm going to go with no in this scenario. I feel like the, the, the option is you just have to let them go. You can't shave my eyebrows. I feel like that's the right answer because you can pencil in your eyebrows. You can pencil on your eyebrows. You could have fake ones put on. Could, like you can figure something like, out. The rage now, and I say the rage, I've seen like three people do it. Is you can get pretty realistic looking tattooed eyebrows. Yeah, I, I actually worked with somebody, this girl that had tattooed eyebrows, and until she told me, I did not know they looked completely, completely right. Now. Okay, let's throw in let, let let's go hard mode on this one. Because I I, th- I think we both agree that the answer is we shave we just shave the eyebrows and Yeah. Okay. Now what if we did hard mode and if you shave your eyebrows you can't pencil them in or do anything else like you have to go through your day with no eyebrows. Every day for the rest of your life. And you can't do anything to your toenail, like you just have to, or you have to just let your toenails go. Fuck. I feel like still at that point, 
Yeah, I feel like it's still eyebrows. I, yeah, I, I, I think I, I, I gotta believe that eyebrows win it every single time. At some point, at some point, I'm telling my partner, I'm telling all my close friends, like I'm telling everyone. Some allergic reaction to medication. I no longer have eyebrows. Yeah, like you could make something up that people wouldn't judge I'm, you. I am lying my ass off to get that yeah. covered. Yeah, I, I feel like that's that's the only way because. Like at some point, if you let the, the the toenails go, you're not gonna be able to wear socks and shoes. So then, yeah. everybody's gonna be able to see it. Like you can't go out anywhere. You can't go to like the beach or like in a pool or anywhere um, where people are gonna see your feet. And at some point, you're not gonna be able to keep them covered. So everybody's just gonna see them. So I feel like. If I was like 90, then I'd be like, yeah, who cares? Give me my eyebrows. But like, I feel like I've got long enough left in life that my tone, like the toenail situation would be bad. The eyebrow situation would be bad, but the toenail situation would be much, much worse. Do you want the petty answer? Of course. You can get laid without eyebrows. That's true. I've, I, yeah, I, I firmly believe that somewhere somebody has been drunk enough that they don't even care that the other, that the guy doesn't have eyebrows. Yeah. I, I honestly believe that. And and yeah, I think you could make, you could come up with an excuse. There's no excuse for not cutting your toenails there. You yeah. could have an excuse that's out of your hands to not have eyebrows. But there is le- like no legit excuse when someone looks like, like like someone looks at your feet and it looks like you could swoop out of the sky and grab your dinner out of a lake. <laughs> and that's like my big thing would be not being able to like, yeah, it all comes down to the getting laid. Like <laughs> I'm, doesn't I'm it always enough in that sense, man. Like, doesn't it always. Yeah. You know, at some point, you know, if someone cares about you enough, they're going to be able to look past the fact that you don't have eyebrows. Right. They're not going to be able to look past the fact that you can't wear shoes or socks and have right. to wear sandals because of your gangly ass toenails. Yeah, it's it's not going to work, man. It's long term, long term. Also, toenails, not the way to shaving go. Shaving your eyebrows ain't going to stink. That's true. Ugh, yeah, I just just ugh, ugh. I yeah, I feel like that one, feel like that one, easy answer. Feel like we gotta go shave your eyebrows every day, or you could just say the option would just be like you you can't grow eyebrow, like you don't have eyebrows, no eyebrows. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I think that's the answer. Man, yeah. There's there's one hundred questions in here. Um, and I've been picking out the really good ones, so we're going to have some fun ones going forward, so that'll be good. Um, all right, well, we got uh, two tickets to Vet City Con to give away Saturday, March 11th, so what we're going to do, I guess, uh, we'll start out easy, and here's how we're going to do it, is we've got, we've got tickets to give away basically every week um, for a while uh, leading up to 
Vet City Con. So we're gonna we're gonna sprinkle pairs of tickets out. So for the first pair, how about we go easy to start? And we'll say okay. if you reply like if you if you reply to a a post of this episode whenever when we post it you reply to that episode and you tell us your favorite con moment that you've ever had we'll pick our favorite we'll read it next week and we'll give away two tickets to that person whoever has the best con memory and we'll give away those two tickets to vet city con How's that sound? It sounds fantastic to me. Perfect. Well, you can uh, reply to uh, this episode on one of our social media channels, and uh, you can't because uh, uh, that's not going away in the new season. Um, So we've got, uh, you can also sign up for the newsletter, tn2mshows.com, where you can potentially win a pair of tickets there. And otherwise, man, it's it's just good to be back. That's all I know. It's good it to is. be back. It feels good to be back. And uh, you know, if you enjoy us being back, join in the conversation. Hashtag FWB podcast. Any social media you want, as long as it's not a uh, parlor truth social, because fuck those. Um, yup. So until then, we're going to be back next week. It feels weird to say. I know, we're be right? Back next week. It's good. It's Ready good to be for back. it. Good Let's to be in the room. Yes. I love it. Next week. Next week. So, uh, uh, yeah, next we'll week, we're going to crank your knob until it's past <laughs> the breaking point. Uh, but we're going to be back next <laughs> week for all your listening pleasure. Until then, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. We are going to continue to be your friends. Fuck, I had something clever to say at the beginning, but now I lost it with benefits.